0: Kia ora and welcome to this episode of the Amateur Austinite. I'm Frances Duncan, an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand, slash Aotearoa. My special guest with me today is my twin brother, Ant Davies.
1: Hi, nice to be back.
0: Today we're discussing episodes five and six of Rational Creatures. Episode five, Lewis turns up at Charlie Soul's apartment looking for vanilla beans because he and Fred are making gelato meaning it's the first time that Fred and Anna see each other and there's uncomfortable staring in the kitchen. There is chronic illness rep with Marisol talking about her arthritis. Episode six, Fred worries that he's a bisexual stereotype because he's had so many partners and Louis is obviously feeling a little insecure about the fact that the guy that he's dating has had so many previous partners. Fred suggests that they go on a hike and Louis is really not into it but wants to be so sees that he will and then he skips class to make out with a cute boy. Anna keeps getting texts from her father, and she takes Charlie and Marisol's new dog out for a walk. The dog gets away, and then Fred turns up and saves the day by stopping the dog, even though he's not comfortable with dogs. And this is the first time that they've now seen each other away from other people, and it's still awkward. So the source of this scene in Persuasion Anne is looking after her sick nephew, so in this she's looking after the dog, and her other nephew comes and climbs on her, and Captain Wentworth comes in and takes the child off her that's climbing all over her. Okay. So he saves her, and in this case he saves her by finding the dog.
1: I see. Okay. Definitely a parallel.
0: So they actually had something shot outside.
1: Yeah, that was interesting to be outside and be a little bit wider, see a little bit more of the world. You still don't really see the world, though. Everything is very much like a play. Like, everything feels like it's up on a flat, you know, with a different backing of a room around it. So, yeah, it was nice to be outside. So episode five, right, It's the dinner one. Then he goes around to the house to borrow the vanilla bean. Yeah, that's episode five. yeah. yeah that is interesting to see those two characters kind of show up and see each other in that way, and it was very nice and awkward. Definitely felt...
0: You could feel the awkwardness, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's definitely awkward. Again, it just felt so crunched when you got four heads in a kitchen and it's like the tiniest kitchen in the world. The ability to be a bit wider, I'm sure, would have been preferable for them too. But
0: because they're filming in houses and apartments rather than on a set, they're really limited, eh? That. I imagine that there's a whole bunch of people the other side of the camera all squashed up.
1: On something like this, though, where you're trying to fit even just four heads in a room to shoot, you know, those four characters, you wouldn't want anyone else in there apart from the camera operator, whatever they shot it on. I don't know what they shot it on, but did they tell you what they shot it on? Don't go looking for it. It's fine. But the no. world just kind of feels small in there anyway.
0: They, they don't say what sort of camera that they use. It's interesting because some, like, vloggers and stuff will particularly say what cameras that they're using. Yeah. So in between these episodes that we talked about was one of the old vlog ones, and I was explaining to you that literary-inspired web series was a trend for a while, where people would make a web series based on a classic novel, the first of which was the Lizzie Bennet Diaries, which was entirely in vlog format. So most of them then followed that same format, and I like that this has gone back and done a bit of a mix between having some vlog and some, is live action the right word?
1: Well, no, it's I mean it's just
0: moving, shooting camera. it with
1: multiple angles really instead yeah. of just the camera lock off and you get one go at it and that's that. Or you can cut in between like jump, I guess, jump back and forth between takes because that style of stuff as well when you just watch anything that's in a Vlog style, it's easy to even if it is a locked off camera and the presenter or person or actor or whatever it is you're focused on moves around the screen a little bit or slightly as you jump forward and backward in the conversation. Like it's fine, you can do like breaks to text on the screen and then jump back in. And so it's a little bit easier to do it now, but I understand it used to be the way they did stuff. A lot of people used to do that with vlogs. You just sit there and talk to the camera about your day. And then
0: It's also a, a very cost-effective. You could use your phone, you could use your computer. That's pretty much it.
1: It's amazing the technology and how far it's come and the time that it has. When you think about 30-year spans and 40-year spans or 20-year spans even, like it's crazy to think that in today's day and age of 2023, what there was around in two thousand three as opposed to you go back to like nineteen eighty one and what was around and you go back to nineteen sixty one. It's crazy. The technology job that we have now, everything's just going faster and faster and faster of the things that you can have. A little off topic of uh, Jane Austen there, but
0: it's all relevant though. Like the content is really different from Jane Austen as well too. We've got a a lot more modern representation here. We have representation of different cultures of different sexualities of chronic illness and I think that's really great to have all of that so people can feel they are represented because these are identities that aren't often necessarily seen on screen one of the things about this series the two main protagonists well Anna and Fred are both bi
1: yeah right I guess, like in the way that we're that I was talking about technology, it's the same. Like with what you're saying about sexual orientation and how these characters are portrayed, and how it's different from from the story. It's only because of the year that we're in. Well, the year that we're in, and the certain countries that we're in. Let's be honest; it's not everywhere. But the fact that these things are more, especially when you're trying to do a modern take on something that's classic, then it makes sense to do something like this because having by friends or gay friends or straight friends is now like it's it's not weird or hidden anymore well for the most part anyway in our society that we're in and so it makes sense to change it up in the way that they're using cell phones and things that are modern anyway so it makes sense to have sexual orientation go with it as well
0: I mean cell phones bring up an interesting point though because a lot of Movies hinge on the you can't contact the person, therefore you need to like do the run to the airport, the big dramatic thing because you can't just pick up the phone and call them.
1: Sure, yeah. Are you spoiling the end of the series for me before no. I've seen
0: it? No, no.
1: Don't do that to me. But you know, <laughs> no, I'm only. Before. What have I just watched? Episode six. Yeah, that's where I'm up to. So if she spoiled it for me, yeah. um. I'll know later. <laughs>
0: I like that they're incorporating cell phones, because for a while, people didn't know what to do with them, so they just pretended they didn't exist, because it would ruin all the tropes.
1: Where we are, and how we portray different stories, because of the timeline, you know, there's certain directors and writers out there that just really nail timelines, like super well, you know, like set set a movie in the 90s and they just nail the 90s so well but you're right there's this really murky area of like 99 to maybe 2003 or 4 or something where some people had cell phones and other people didn't and and it was weird of like you say like most of the stories like this story and I imagine <laughs> all of Jane Austen's books are the same way because yeah that technology wasn't around but you're right, a lot of it hinges on a person being able, unable to contact another, having that tension build, and that really makes makes you feel something as a viewer towards a character. If, you know, you feel that frustration or you feel that sadness, and you're right, like technology it can pull you away from that. These guys obviously had to make a decision of, is it modern day? Is it, what, 20, 2018, 2019 or something like that in here? I don't know. All of those things then have to exist.
0: Yeah, because it's a bit hard to have logs and not have cell phones.
1: You're absolutely right. When you used to have webcams all the time that weren't attached to your laptop, had a little camera with a platform and a little circular thing, and you'd set it up there and line yourself up. We've started revisiting lots of movies and stuff from the 80s, 90s, and the early 2000s. And we're trying to find something funny and we rewatched American Pie. And it's, that's the thing, you know, like they have the little, where uh, the main character gets down and does that dance, takes all his clothes off and stuff. And he, Jason Biggs' character, and he sets up that little webcam in the corner, which nowadays, like, it's crazy to look back on that stuff. There's so much stuff, in, even in that film now, that you'd be like, nobody could make a movie about that today. Nobody could make a movie that way. That's another thing that web series like these give you, you know, that you can have more freedom around what you do. It doesn't all necessarily have to, well, it doesn't have to go through, you know, a big studio and, and lawyers and, you know, certain things like that. I think um, platforms like YouTube are amazing for that. It gives people the opportunity to put things out that don't need to be so politically correct or can easily be shut down. It's a great thing about the internet, really. Is it's so much more freedom. It's the great thing and it's the bad thing, if yeah. I was to be honest with you. Like so much of the social media and other apps, or kind of any apps around any private messaging. And that's kind of everything. You have everything. You could you could get into a, uh I don't know, a taxidermy app. You could find a taxidermy app or social media kind of company that you were like, cool, I want to follow them and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure there's an app where people sell or buy something in that world and you can then communicate with other people and that, you know, become, can become kind of bad. But social media is not the greatest thing, I believe, but having things like YouTube, you know, are a good and a bad thing, but getting these guys to be able to do what they want to do and however they want to do it is... It's great, it's a free outlet, and it can literally be shown to, well, I don't know how many millions of people, not everybody has it around the world, but but it's amazing. And you can avoid those big the studios, and you don't have to go through so many things, and you can just be a filmmaker, because what is a filmmaker? Somebody who has a camera, or a phone, or a, whatever else you feel like shooting something with, and you go out, and you metaphorically, you put that camera on your shoulder and you just start shooting. And then you're a camera operator or you're a director or whatever you want to do. You know, whether you're just starting out or whether you're James Cameron, like, it doesn't matter because being a director is just being a director. And getting out and making the thing that you like is, it's worthwhile. And having things like YouTube to, like, for what these guys are doing, it's great. They literally just get to put things out and. As long as they're happy with it and people feel like watching it, then it's great.
0: Yeah, the internet has made creativity more accessible to so many people. Like, uh, I self-published my books. The option for people to just put their stuff out there for people to find, it means you can have so many niches because it doesn't have to be mass marketable.
1: No, no, you're right, you're right. And I mean, this isn't something that I would have gone and looked for unless you were my sister.
0: I and am your sister. No,
1: no. <laughs> I'm aware of that. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, like you sent this to me and told me to watch it. You know, it would not be something that would come up in a in a search of mine. The but algorithm
0: wouldn't show it to you?
1: No, no. The great algorithm of the internet. No.
0: I'd mess with your algorithm now. Yeah,
1: maybe. You know, Siri's always listening, guys.
0: This has been our discussion of episodes five and six of Rational Creatures. I'm Frances Duncan. This has been Aunt Davies. Links to socials are in the notes. Thank you for listening and we wish you happy watching. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me, but if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of...